Sports bet BS hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me punters group. Me mate Dave, I reckons he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sports Bet's Bet with Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. On SEM, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Hello everyone, sports fans around Australia, around Victoria, also around Melbourne. Great to have uh, your company again on The Odds Couple this morning, thanks to Sportsbet, great friends of ours here at um, The Odds Couple. We, uh, we thank them very much for their continued support. A busy show coming out today, been lots of news about uh, in the racing world, we'll, uh, we'll touch on that uh, this morning. Also, Jai McNeil... Uh, is um, is joining us, 24-year-old, uh, ridden over 100 winners uh, this season, um, and we're going to have a chat to the young man on the show this morning. I'm sure, I, I've no doubt, one of the things he will say this morning is, the guys I looked up to when I was going through my grades were Simon Marshall and David Taggart. I'm sure they were, they were guiding lights for this young man. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Sim, and... Uh to answer your question, we were well and truly retired by the start of Jai's career. He would have been in now. No, yeah. But he would have gone through old tapes, I'm sure, and said, oh, look, look at the way D Taggart sits on a horse and look at the way SD Marshall eyes oh, in this fantastic. Good morning, Australia. Great to uh, be one. talking to you on this very crisp morning. Uh, we can tell you that categorically Simon O'Donnell's bounced out of bed with his New York Yankees hat on, sponsored by Katmandu, and he's walked in with the <laughs> mouth guard on in this morning. He's got it in the mouth there, Dave. He's up and he? about in Our he's production up and about. meeting, which is really, really yeah. important before we go on this show. It's the first time he's had input in two in that production meeting in a long time. <laughs> and he's got the moulded sole boots on. I can't believe he's wearing footy shorts in the <laughs> middle of winter. But he's come in and he's, he's angry. Well, you got the world. What's wrong, Big Sim? What's the go? Is it because Australia got beaten yeah. in the cricket? Is it because St Kilda's going ordinary? Well, let me tell you what's wrong. Let me tell you what's wrong, pal. <laughs> it started with Ascot two weeks ago. That's where it started. Oh. And Ascot then went all up the World Cup. Oh. Eh? It went all yes. up the World Cup. Yeah, no good. Then it went all up Wimbledon. Oh. I've had a gut for, mate. I need some sleep. Buddy. That's what I need. You got the formula I need a bit of time. I oh, need sleep. a bit of time, mate. The head on the pillow. That's what I need. Sleep deprived. Oh. So you're not going to watch the Formula One? Oh, what? The, the British Formula oh, One? Yeah, mate, those petrol heads. You got the British Open next week? Nothing. British Open I'll do a bit of? Yeah, British Open next but, week. You know, World Cup's finished. I can go all up the British Open then. But, uh, you know, Wimbledon coming to a close Sunday. World Cup coming to a close Sunday. I get my life back. Yeah, right. Get my life back. But as we reflect and look back in the mirror of life, what do you remember about D, D Taggart when he rode? I oh, slaughtered a few. <laughs> he rode one for us at Murtara. I said, "That's the last ride you'll ever." Murtara. No, you you've got to be. You, mu- you must be getting me mixed up with someone else. No, no. So the last I never winner you went, rode went for there. me was at Murtara. As I said, you're getting me mixed. I never went to Murtara. Oh, you mate, you, don't worry. You lived. You 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 should have lived. Might have been more. Fu- might have been further out. They should have had more meetings at Murtara. <laughs> That's what they should have had. That was your best course, I thought, Murtoa. <laughs> there in Warwick-Nabil. You were really good there. Warwick-Nabil, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Mount Witchy proved to her out a few uh, do, do tag it. One day, a uh, nice filly uh, I was lucky enough to be part of, uh, he said, this will win the Oaks. Yep. I said, and you won't be riding it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. He loves it, doesn't he? He loves his story. There it is. There it is. Yeah. That, that, yeah. that little chuckle of his is like, oh. I just wish I'd knocked down more of their horses when I had the opportunity. <laughs> and he wasn't riding yeah, it either. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't ride it. Hey, you spoke about Jay, uh, Jai McNeil who's coming on. Uh, I want to pose a question out to the family, uh, the odds couple family. And it's a question without notice a little bit, but we have sort of Brushed over it this morning in our production meeting. You going to give you a text number out as well? He's absolutely flying. Yeah, well, you can. This is the question. Because you don't know it, do you? <laughs> yeah, well, you I'm... still don't know it. You've been here for 12 months. You still don't know it. Uh, no, I wouldn't have a clue. <laughs> can I ask this question? No. As uh, you'll read this text out to the family. And uh, if Trana's happy, our, our wonderful producer. Um, We've spoken about the best jockeys. Who would you put on your top four, right? We went with uh, mm. J-Mac, went with Volley and Nashville Wheeler and Blake Sheen and all the gang. But I want to talk about um, hot jockeys right now. And Jai McNeil's coming on. I want to throw him in there. I want to throw in Linda Meat. Oh, Lee. Because we're talking about state titles. I want to throw in William Pike. Who else should we throw in for our poll? Jamie Carr. That trainer can get up. That, that, the jockey that you would want to put on anywhere at any time. Um... We're talking provincials and metropolitan, just consistency to get your results. Jamie we're Mott. we're talking about. So Jamie Mott can go in, right? That's good. Jamie Mott, William Pike, Linda Meach, Jai McNeil. Jamie Mott? Is there anyone else we, else we should what? throw on there? How have you been only, watching races? You're like 100 winners a season. We can only have four. We can only have four Very fellas. Very good jockey, Jamie Mott. not saying he's not a good jockey, but. Who? Motty. He's, he's putting the. It's oh, no line oh, through Motty. Oh, this is good. Discussion. Oh, no. What's I'm wrong not, with I'm Jamie Mott? Not, no, no, there's nothing wrong with Jamie Mott, but Jamie's not, doesn't roll off the tongue like a James McDonald. And... No, no, no. Oh, that's we, what we're, we're, we're talking about consistency provincials anywhere, Monday to Sunday. We're I talking wasn't about. It. Clearly. You pretty listening. lightweight question. Yeah, you weren't listening. What's the number? <laughs> Are we going on the social? You're going to read the number. <laughs> Are we going on the social? Trainer's going to so... pump these four jockeys up on our, um, on our uh, Twitter handle. At SEN Racing. SEN Racing. Jai McNeil, Linda Meach, William Pike, Jamie Mott. Hunters. You, you're talking about Pike. What about the, the back And the family of, get I'm, involved on this number right here. I tell you, he's riding a few winners what around New South Wales. 0433 What about if we took one, one or two from each state, like Andrew Gibbons in New South Wales? No, not no? in the conversation. No, okay. How'd your best bet go last week, SD? Oh, Ewenberg. Oh, one uh, well, how about it when didn't he it? ducked back to the fence and the yes. punters all went up as one? Go, Yui! Good thing of that. Catch. How'd yours go, Big Sim? Oh, I got beaten a photo. <laughs> Tags, how'd yours go? Yeah, well, I'm still wondering how it got beat. Seriously? Oh. Still, yeah, I'll, you watch the replay. He, it was home. Home for all money. Oh, what's the replay? Butch Horse, oh, I tell us where. Why? Monsieur Sasso. It pushed out the winner rounding the turn. The winner was 20 to 1. It was first up. Hit a flat spot, so it's pushed it out around the turn. Mine took a, then a while to pick up. It's kicked and took a while to pick up the leader. And mm. once it did, it got it only got to the front with about 50 to go. And as soon as it hit the front, this thing comes flashing down the outside and got it right on the line. Who he, who he dictated to rounding the turn. I reckon the horse of the 100, Tags' horse of the 100 said, just thought, yeah. I can't yeah. keep carrying him. Yeah. Can't. <laughs> I've, I've got detagged on board. I can't Are you one talk. of these people yeah. to get up off the couch and give the wall a bit of a kick? Oh, yeah. The couch yeah, a bit yeah, of a... Yeah. Have, you got a have you got one of your old whips that you get out and just... <laughs> no, they're illegal <laughs> now. They're, they're bad. Are they? The old whips, yeah. Oh. You know the old... Well, 
Well, well, well I'm, you're I'm talking about you sitting that. at home on the recliner when you when your best bet's coming up and you've got oh, yeah. you know you're well, up and about. And when you, I've had a monkey on it, yeah, and it's going, yeah, <laughs> it's the front, yeah. Jai McNeil, Linda Meach, William Pike, or Jamie Mott. They're the only four we're talking about. Thank you for uh, Benny Mallum coming through, surely. And uh, and Tommy Stockdale's riding extremely well and Blake Shin. But we've only gone for four, and these are guys that are right, uh, right up Just there. Just the second-tier jockeys that haven't ridden the Group 1 winners as these other. The most yeah. winners. Yeah, I don't think you have a great response. Though. I well, just don't think it's one jockeys. of those questions Jai that's McNeil. grabbing our community. Well, they're but the hard-working jockeys. William Pike. Jamie Mott. Let's go with it. Okay, let's go with it. Who are you going to put on? Well, All it's right. just something different. Let's uh, have a look at the news of the week. Um, some best wishes to go out yeah. from uh, the family here at uh, at the Odds Couple to Bruce Purcell, who had a tough morning yesterday and was um, uh, on the wrong end of a hoof and uh, is, uh, uh, has got some challenges in front of him. So uh, to Bruce and, and family, we, we wish you well. Report, um, reports coming out of Cranbourne had hit him flush. He got kicked... Uh, coming off the float, leading one off the float, and it hit him flush. So we wish him all the best. He's got a long recovery, as you say, ahead of him. Hopefully he does pull through. He is in an induced coma at the moment, and uh, we're just yeah. wishing him all the best. And his partner, Jeannie, he's actually... Jeannie, she's over overseas uh, dog shows, and unfortunately would have to come back ASAP. Um, Amanda here, his daughter, and Barry, his son, we wish them all the very best and uh, get around the uh, Purcell family. Yeah, and... Better news for Talia Hope. Uh, she had some challenges earlier in the week. She was um, uh, booked, well, went to hospital with uh, viral meningitis, and uh, there can be some um, nasty associated complications with that. But um, she's out of ICU and and recovering and pretty well. She's um, reacted okay to her medications and seems to be heading in the right direction. So I, I, we I, wish I... her well and and family. Of course, she's. Um, Shannon Hope's uh, daughter and, and a, a ripping young she's rider. A trainer, yeah. Talia. yeah. So her mother Deidre has just got a trainer's license, and I know a little bit about the meningitis. meningitis. Yeah, it's, it's if if you're going to get meningitis, this is the one to have. There's uh, bacterial and viral. Uh, she's got the viral meningitis. Uh, you can recover within seven ten days. It's a bacterial one that you don't want to get because that can that can cripple you. No good. Well, uh, Talia, uh, well. go well. And um, I mean it's. Those elements, this time of the year where you've got uh, young men and women that are still maturing, riding uh, underneath their natural weight, um, and they're getting out of bed at 3 o'clock in the morning, big sim, and their immune systems are going up and down and all about, and it's just another another little, you know, reminder that we, we, we do it hard, the little fellas. And she struggles and women. a little bit with her weight too. And women, Charlie. yeah, so hope she goes well. Extraordinary week. On the prize money front and the turf war front between New South Wales and Victoria, um, some stunning prize money increases here in Victoria. Uh, $2.3 million in prize money uh, well, prize money increase across uh, Victoria Derby Day. That'll take uh, that race meeting in itself uh, in excess of $10 million, uh, on Victorian Derby Day. Um, uh, further 13 million, I think it is, um, across the, the Spring Carnival on, on numerous races from the Caulfield Cup to the Cox Plate, et cetera, et cetera. There's some bonuses. I, I won't go through all of them, but um, mm. it, it begs the question, is it good or bad for racing? I, I, I'm unashamedly saying it is absolutely fantastic for racing, and I think I'd like to ask the question, 
where have Racing Victoria and the authorities been prior to this? Because I think Peter Belandis is the best thing that's happened to Victorian racing in a long time. Well, it's, it's who heads up uh, Sydney Racing, racing we must New say. South Wales, yeah. Racing New South Wales and has increased uh, the Everest to $15 million. I think it's 18 now, isn't it? Um, and then yeah, 14, 14, million, um, $14 million. And then there's uh, Kosciuszko around it. Um, uh, so there's, what, $45 million <laughs> carnival up there in Sydney. Now, ours has gone from, uh, what was it, just a little bit more than uh, $45 uh, million, sorry, and now it's up to $100 million throughout our spring mm. carnival. And all clubs uh, rewarded, owners, trainers, fantastic prize money for them, and the jockeys get a booster too. So the three featured days, Caulfield Cup, Cox Plate, and also Melbourne Cup, Oh, there's a $100,000 bonus for the leading jockeys on those three days alone. Oh. And there's another two meetings, I think Turnbull Stakes and another one, where they get a $50,000 kicker for them to stay in Victoria, ride their little hearts out, and get a nice little superannuation kick. Tax-free. Dr- it's a drink, isn't it? What do you get for free this day and age? Tax free. Won't be tax free. Won't be tax free. free. Got to be tax free, doesn't right. it? Has nah, to be. Tax free. Nah, Why a, wouldn't it be? No, nah, it's not. Why tax-free. would it be? It's part a of job, earnings. Isn't it? Yeah, it's part of earnings. Because it's a bonus. No. Nah. <laughs> can we take? Geez, can you lucky get you're not tax, my account, and I'd be going to get hold of the tax department. Yeah, will you? Give the ATO. Yeah. yeah, and and it's, cra- us, it's actually so crash tax free or not? Why would that be tax free? Doesn't that come in a little brown paper bag? Oh, whoa, whoa. That, went oh, that, yeah, yeah. that was in when you blokes were riding. I well, know that. You here's another question for you. As very no, no. Did you ever there was sling no paper jockeys? bag with me. Sorry? Did you ever sling jockeys? Why? That made you look Oh, come good? on. He still no, got it. He still I got filled his up first your dollar I never rated small forwards, mate, and I don't rate jockeys. Well, you know what they say. No. <laughs> <laughs> little little men and women make the big ones look good. No, no, no. We always, always gave a percentage to the jock if he wins a race. Always. <laughs> Said, mate, send us a bill. And we'll give you some I'm stuff. still waiting for the one at Matoa. Yeah. I don't know. The invoice <laughs> never got there. <laughs> you, were, you were lucky to stay on board, but we had to strap you on that day. Oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> hey, um, we've got to take our first break. Is that okay? Yeah, Jay Ford, Tegan Harrison getting some votes coming through. Yeah, good everyone's ones. got a everyone's got an opinion about their favourite jock. So uh, thanks for listening and uh, bringing through your thoughts. On SEN, the Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. 24 minutes after 8 o'clock here on The Odds Couple. Thanks to Sportsbet. Um, it's been a wet week, hasn't it? It's been good. It's what been about? a real, very wet week. Really has been. How wet? Oh, I've been let down in the production room. I've really been wet? let down with the... Uh, how wet is it? How wet is it? How wet is it? Come on, man. I wanted the precipitous. How wet has it been at your farm? Very very Big wet. Sim. Very, very muddy. The very Black muddy. Angus are growing well, out well, are they? It's very rain. muddy because of the... Once uh, there's a little bit of uh, persisipus in... Uh... <laughs> oh. That's why it's muddy. Oh, there it is. <laughs> it's not funny. How's it funny? <laughs> I'll tell you what's not funny. A 400k bonus for the jockeys. Let's dig into that. Uh, it's probably, n- probably not enough. I think there's two fifty thousand dollar races and three hundred thousand dollar races. Uh, you're you're w- right across this. Is it races Marshall. or race day? Yeah, the Turnbull Stakes is a fifty thousand dollar bonus. There's there's another one, the Underwood or something like that. But um, um, I'll tell you what is uh, true: uh, Caulfield Cup, one hundred thousand dollar bonus for the leading jockey. Cox Plate Day, it's the Brent Thompson medal. So they're the days, the days, the whole day across yep. the day. Yep, yep. yep. Three, Brent, two, one system. The Brent Thompson. Yep, that's exactly right. The um, Brent Thompson medal will be the Cox Plate Day, 
mm-hmm. the leading jockey, $100,000 bonus. Yep. And then the Melbourne Cup, once again, um, $100,000 bonus on that day. Fantastic. But good or bad? That's great for the jockeys. It's a yeah. great incentive, yeah, to want to stay and ride. And it's just a kicker. It's just to get you out of bed and say, well, thank you, Victorian Racing, for looking after our hard work. We're going to stay in Victoria and ride and not go up to the Everest or Sydney or anything like that. If, if, I, don't, if I don't think I can win the Everest, $14 million race, why would I go up there and hope to run second, third or fourth when I can have a full book of rides at Flemington or Caulfield on the day, Caulfield Guineas Day it is, and try and get a $100,000 bonus kicker mm. and ride a couple of winners and a couple of thirds and seconds and, mate, it's a great incentive. About time the, the real sportsmen of this, remember, of this industry are getting recognised. James McDonald last year stayed back to ride the Autumn Sun and every other probably top five or six, seven jockeys, group one jockeys, uh, the best jockeys, confidence in punters, betting on these jockeys, were all up in Sydney. So Caulfield was there was a massive gap. Good, Great bad, and indifferent. These the, these prize money wars between New South Wales and Victoria, I think they're having a, a really good effect. Um, I said that earlier. I can't remember what you two said. What did you guys? Where are you at with it? I thought it was really healthy because uh, Victoria had been sitting on their. Yeah, the laurels. Exactly. Yeah, the being complacent and uh, yeah, resting on their laurels. But they what needed I, what, to inject some prize money, some life back into some really good races. But the jockeys are getting respect now. The hard work that they do, they've been kicked around for too long, right? Well, you look at the opening at the start. Look how you treated me, you know, Mertoa, needing glue to stick right. on, or you no. know, you War, know. So jockeys have never had respect, mate. And and this is the first time now they've they've injected some money and the trainers. And guess what? The trainers aren't liking it. Jockeys don't walk away from Warnable with a with a Mercedes Benz. Trainers do, Ooh, right? Okay. But I, if, I think that's I know fair argument. That, fair but, argument you're putting. But this is the first time. But that, if the best jockeys that, are riding for certain trainers that are having a crack, and they're winning races for them, what's the problem? What's the issue? There's no issue. Right? Do they think? Do you think that the money should be spent elsewhere? Better spent elsewhere? I, th- I think it's fantastic. Yeah, I reckon it's great. I think it's fantastic. The participants in the game. The jockey, the horse, the trainer, the owners. Every, everyone everyone in what we've looked at this morning is being looked after. Every participant in the industry is being looked after. Our the punters, time. one of the best jockeys riding on the biggest mm. days. Mm. Gives confidence. Mm. Makes I the think. spectacle, you know, just adds that little X factor to the spectacle that's already a fantastic spectacle. It just adds that bit of X factor to it. Oh. Correct. You're nodding your head. You happy? Co- you happy? Correct. You happy yeah. now? You, you've said something intelligent for the first time this morning. Oh dear. The Bart Cummings, just to um, summarise that prize money, goes from three hundred thousand to five hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I said, Victoria Derby Day, it's two point three million across the board. Um, the Derby uh, runs for two million. Uh, the mile race is up by a million. Uh, 1.5 million for the Coolmore, up Cantale, half a million. Yep. Like it's, it's extraordinary, mm. extraordinary um, prize start. money, you know, for, for people to own their horses, uh, connections, trainers, the whole box and dice. Group 1 well, Coolmore stud stakes is will this bring, to 1.5. Will this bring more European horses and more European jockeys over? Uh, no, only, only for only for Melbourne Cup Day. You reckon? Yeah, okay. only for Melbourne. Yeah, well, sorry, they, they might fly in and out for Caulfield yeah, Cup Day, but, you know, the, the Kentucky... You know, the Breeders' Cups on and all yeah. those. Yeah, the Arc de Triomphe. The, yeah. the, that World Championship 
um, that they have at uh, at Ascot. You know, that's that's not. So I, I don't think you'll see more. But but put 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 your jockeys hats back on. Um, come Victoria Derby Day, uh, you, you couldn't ride anywhere else, could you? You couldn't ride anywhere else. Best race day in 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 Australia, if not the world, isn't mm. it? Derby Day. Well, depends if you can ride a winner or not. You go where you can ride a winner. It's as simple as that. But if you've got more opportunities to uh, fill in placings as well, and you know have a top, if you think you can have a, uh, you can ride a number of top three horses, like can run third, top three. Um, you're going to build those points up on the one, two, three system. So, um, and that extra $100,000 at the end of the day, that's a big, big difference. On SEN, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. 27 minutes to nine o'clock on The Odds Couple. Thanks to Sportsbet. A special guest joining us now, uh, Jai McNeil. Seven rides he's got at Caulfield today. A young fella on the way up. Has uh, uh, had a great journey um, over the last few years. 24 years of age. 103 winners uh, this season thus far. Uh, he'll be hoping to add to that today, of course. And I'm sure from a from a, a role-setting perspective that it would have been either David Taggart or Simon Marshall that, that would have been... You know, at the forefront of his mind when he was you know, modelling his the way he rode. Would that be right, Joe? Would either of these two blokes in the studio with me be the two that you looked up to? Yeah, I'd have to say yes. Wouldn't I, <laughs> yes, you would. Good answer, Joe. Great answer, Joe. <laughs> Welcome, mate. You start with a silly question, you get a silly answer. Hey, mate, congratulations on the way you've been going about it. Um, massive improvement since last year. Is that due to opportunities and hard work? Yeah, both. So I'm, um, I've had a really good season, full hard season of riding, and um, I've also um, got Reese Murphy helping me out sort of the last six months, which has um, really been a great asset to me. So hopefully we can, uh, you know, round this season off in, in good style and um, improve into next season as well. We've all got to, we've all got to start somewhere. Um, tell us uh, when did you decide to want to ride thoroughbred horses for a livelihood? I didn't start riding till, you know, later on in life. I didn't start till about uh, 14 years old, and then um, from there it progressed. I had my first ride at um, 17. 17 years of age. Um, what are the, some of the hardest things about being an apprentice jockey as a young person growing up? Well, for me, living in Mansfield, it was probably adapting to the workload and um, the travelling. It was the, the biggest thing for me. Um, sitting in the car after a long long day of riding, it was a bit tough. But once I got used to it, um, yeah, it was okay. But Gerald Egan was your first boss, Joy? He was, yeah. He was a fantastic boss too. Um, still keep in contact with him a fair bit. So, um, yeah, it was good. What are a couple of the unconditionals that a rider needs to learn with a thoroughbred? Uh probably um, how how dangerous they can be um, and and how unpredictable they can be. Um, when you say that, they're very, very powerful. Um, they've got a brain. Yep. And uh, how, how do you then tap in to horses that you meet for the first time and go out there and ride on race day for owners and trainers? Yeah, well, generally for us, you know, the horses are so well educated these days, but 
obviously they've got a mind of their own and they're, um, you know, they're, they're, they're themselves and you've got to try and adapt to them and bond with them. Um, you know, you've got your few minutes before the race to do that and um, if you haven't, if you haven't ridden them before, it's not a lot of time to do that. So the quicker you can gel with them, the better. You understand those horses' mannerisms within a short time. You're perfecting that better than anybody going around at the moment. So what is it about study of um, tactics and form? How do you go about it to be better than anyone else on race day? I find, um, you know, if if someone else has ridden horse, you can ask them and they can give you a bit of insight, you know, into the horse before you, you've... Um, you've done any before you've done any form or before you've actually gone out to ride it so i find that can be a great asset um but generally uh, you know a lot of the times at the moment um i've generally ridden the horses before i get to the races how hard is it to keep your weight in tune and keep yourself physically and mentally right to go seven days a week i'm very fortunate so i'm I'm quite light um I don't have too many weight problems. I, I sort of walk around during the winter about 53. Um, I don't really watch it too hard. I've, I'm, I'm pretty flexible and, um, you know, I'm, I'm one of the fortunate ones. Joe, you mentioned earlier uh, the you know, getting to know a horse and you don't have much time to, to bond with that horse if, if you hadn't ridden him work or in previous races. Do, yep. do you prefer it one way or another? You know, do, do you find a horse that you're with uh, over a whole preparation, you will possibly ride better than a horse you've just jumped on in the mounting yard? I, I, I don't know whether... Uh, like, I think having ridden the horse before is, is definitely an advantage, but there's some horses that you get on and you just click with them straight away, and it doesn't matter how many times you ride them, it's always just the same. Um, but I, I feel as though, you know, if... if You've had a ride on them before, and the horse sort of knows you. Then um, you got that kind of connection there. At 24 years of age, and you're riding in the best form you ever had, we're leading into a spring carnival. What is it now you need to do, Jai, to cement yourself as a multiple Group One winning jockey? I was hoping you'd be able to tell me. <laughs> it is. Rela- I was. Ho- I-, I was hoping. I was. Ho- well, I was hoping that. Um, it's hard work to get your mind and body right as a jockey, but I think the work that you need to put in outside of that, building relationships with owners, trainers, yep. racing and breeding studs to get on those best horses is just as tough as it is to go and steer them for a minute 10 in a 1,200-metre race. Yeah, I agree for sure. It's, it's, it's definitely all about those connections and, um, you know, it, it's, definitely, it's definitely all about... Um, you know, when you when you make them connections, that you, you keep them going and you keep them building, and um, you know, hopefully your, your riding can do that. Talking with champion jockey Jai McNeil, who's riding better than anybody. Let's rip into some rides at Caulfield today. Punners, hope you got your pens ready. Showcase Gold Race One Number Four. You're riding for John Sadler. Had one start. Yeah, twenty twenty dollar chance in the first. Yeah, it was a slow run race that um, ran in last time, so. Hopefully, uh, from a good barrier, we can have a genuine tempo and, um, you know, wasn't beaten too far off a couple of nice horses. Um, hopefully, we should be in the mix there somewhere. Okay, for Bibby, not's going to be a good ride in race two. Uh, good support with Sportsbet, $7 into six fifty. This horse has won its last two. Yeah, has taken the step up in grade. 
you know, all the way through this preparation uh, is in great form. So hopefully, you know, we can take the step up again today. Can't go through them all, but we want to touch on race eight, number four, Ken's Dream. We've had some good specking for this horse. Simon O'Donnell's been, been he's had us in the headlock all morning about, ask him about Ken's Dream. He's first up for Karen Ma, Dave Hughes today. What do you think? He's obviously a, a class horse. Um, I, have, I haven't actually um, ridden him before and I haven't ridden him any work or anything, but I've seen his trial at Tanana the other day. He looked like he rounded that trial off really nicely from a good barrier draw. Um, hopefully he can run well fresh. Race eight, number four, $16 into $12. Oh. Outside of Ken's dream, Thanks what's the best ride that you think you're really confident about uh, winning on today going to Caulfield? It's hard to go past uh, Forbid Me Not. She's in great form and, um, you know, even though we're up in grade again today, um, I think she can run well. Race two, number eight, Forbid Me Not, Jai McNeil's best ride today. And just before we let you go, what's the best thing about being a jockey for young kids that are listening to you right now, Jai? Definitely um, the reward for working hard. You know, if it if you put your head down and keep working hard and you, and you get the winners, there's nothing better. Good on you, Joy. Great to, uh, to you. chat to you this morning on the Odds Couple. Uh, we wish you well today and uh, hopefully uh, a couple of those jockey bonuses we've been talking about this morning go your way during the spring. We wish you well. Thanks for having me on the show. Good on you. Joy McNeil joining us there. Big day for him at Caulfield oh, today. You'd... Seven rides. <laughs> Ken's dreams are special. You'd put him on, wouldn't you? You'd oh, put yeah. him on. Wonderful to listen has Ken's Dream already won, has it? Oh, it's over the line. Oh, okay. is, is this a spoiler alert for your best? Oh, here we go. We're going to take a break. But before we go to the break, don't forget to grab your AFL record this weekend. Still just $5, thanks to Karcher. Whatever the cleaning task, they have the solution. The official 2019 partner of the AFL record. On SEN, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Been spec number 11. It's my best valued runner for the day. Great Duchess, $15 into 13 Forget, forget about Great Duchess, mate. Fabric at the 100. Shawnee has to lift. Great Duchess and Zagos. Great Duchess moves up. Take Shawnee. Great Duchess in front. Great Duchess won the last. Who said that? Who said it couldn't win? I reckon you've dubbed that. That wasn't, that wasn't me that said that. Can't win. <laughs> uh, first time for everything. That's we the knew first it was time a moral end, Big Sim, didn't we? Oh, oh, yeah. okay. First <laughs> time in 12 months. Every time he says a moral in the last or value in the last. Hey, here we go. We've got an update won. to our poll. Which of these jockeys that ride a truckload of winners day in, day out, would you take first? Uh, Linda Meach at 44%. Ahead of William Pike, 28 16% Jamie Mott and Jai McNeil making a late run at 12%. If, if that poll was in Perth... How many do you reckon Pike would be getting? He can't ride a winner outside of Perth. Yeah, no, he can't. He can't. Oh, Singapore, he goes all right. He, uh, he goes all right. When was there, the but... last time he rode a winner outside of Perth? Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Gee, you two have sort of been at each other. Oh, well, he had 20 rides over the... Well, I'm you brought the me. negativity to the table, Mr. New York Yankees. I, 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 can't, I was up when I arrived. You've just oh, sucked oh, the life out of you. me, you two. Yeah. You've absolutely <laughs> That's what we sucked do. the life out of me. I've got nothing left. <laughs> Got nothing more to give. Nothing. Okay. Let's well, it's get on to nice the best back runners and tags as Quaddy, which he hasn't got a Quaddy for I don't know yes. five weeks. Uh, no, six. three. Come on. All right, ladies All and right. gentlemen, these are the best back runners with Sportsbet, and at this time we say, get your pens, pencils, or crayons, and have your form guides be ready. Race one at Caulfield today. We're racing on a soft seven. The rains are coming, though, Marge. The track could be downgraded to a heavy. Bit so punters, be warned.
All right. So the numbers are 1 and 10, race 1. Can't be done is $3 into $2.80. Oh, never looked like losing last start at Sandown. That's made it two for three starts now. And number 10, Ahika is $19 into 16. First start for Henry Dwyer. Good money, $19 into 16. Numbers 1 and 10. What's the name of that horse? Race 1, Ahika. Happy about that? Yes. Thanks for your contribution. Oh, you're cruel. Thanks for stuffing up the mojo, Simon. I was up and about with that. Come on. See what I mean about his mouth guard and his moulded sole shoes? You've got to be, people, be very careful of a bloke wearing footy shorts in the middle of winter. (laughs) Big red light. (laughs) Simon O'Donnell. Race two, here's here's where the money is. I can tell it's a good little betting race. Five and eight. Charlene three twenty into two dollars ninety back out to two dollars fifty uh, back into two dollars fifty has been the best back runner brings that Riverbird form from Sydney in Chris Waller to train five on top from number eight forbid me not we spoke with Jai McNeil earlier it's his best ride for the day seven dollars into six fifty good money so numbers five and eight race two at Caulfield race three this is where the money is with sports bet and uh, I can tell you now. That it's all about Cryptic Jewel, number 15. And 17's had good specking at a big price. Cryptic Jewel won beautifully on a heavy track first up. So these conditions will suit. $6 into $4 to 15. And 17, Kalashani Lad. Yeah. Scratched? No. Wrong race, sorry. No. Are you fair, Dinkum? That's twice he's stuffed up the mojo. Oh, shut the front door. On the most important part of the show... You're telling me that number seven, Kalashani lads are scratching, but it's not. Oh. Folks, it's $41 into 21 I thought you said 17 15 into seven. Race three. Anything else, Simon? O'Donnell? Nothing right. to add. Race four. This no. is where the money is. We're back, tags. Two, Morrissey on top, $3.90 into $3.50. Geez, I loved his win last start. He steps up to the 1,400 metres. Going to be tough to beat from number one. Smart Alyssum's had good support, Four sixty into $4. Inside barrier, last start winner. Numbers two and one, race four. Let's get to race five. And the numbers here are... Three and nine. Organza seems to be the best back runner here, but by geez, a rally late sees number nine, like to think so, as the best back runner. $10 into five, like to think so. Nine and three, race four. This is the first leg of the quaddy race six. It's over 2,000 metres. David Taggart's tips coming up after this information. Three on top. Tabby Run has been the best backed runner. Mm. It led. It bolted in last start. It loves the wet, and it's into two dollars fifty from three dollars. Junipel, the Colt four twenty. We went up into two fifteen. Now two thirty. Three and one is where the money is. Race six. David Taggart, your selections for the quaddy. Yeah, well, as you say, this segment's uh, brought to you by Sportsbet. Now, before I get in on the quaddy, have we got any Sportsbet uh, specials well, on yes, for today? Yes, we do. They're racing at Rose Hill today in Caulfield, and we have 10 races. Between races one and five at both states, if your horse runs second or third after placing a fixed odds bet, you get up to $50 back oh, in oh, bonus bets. That's great. That's great. Nothing to add there, Sim. Even though it's our segment, you've been butting in. That's all right. I can get on with me quaddy. Okay. Uh, you're right about the first leg. Uh, we only need the two horses here, oh. Juna Powell. Uh, who is the first time over this trip, mind you, over the 2000, and, and brings a good Brisbane form with him. And the last start winner here, Tavi Run, it'll dictate again, uh, and on my, it'll give a good kick off a slow tempo like it did last start. So the numbers here are one and three. One and three, first leg, second leg. Race seven, numbers three and two is where the money is. And I can tell you now that, uh, well, 
Golden Halo. She's had really good support. Six fifty into four dollars fifty, and voila! Last start winner. Ten dollars into seven dollars went up a big price. Two yeah. and three. Yeah, I, seven. Ho- I hope you're right. I hope Golden Halo wins. I got six dollars about her last night. So uh, yeah, Ooh. it was a huge run at Fleming. She flashed home. Uh, enlisted great. She drops down. She loves the sting out of the track, which she gets here. I know we're on a soft seven. Probably with the rain around, we'll probably get the there were heavy eight. Or the precipitation around, I should say. So uh, she goes in. Number three, Viola. She's a bit of value. We'll be back. Voila. Viola. Viola. Yes, okay. We'll be back with it and we'll make uh, make her run at the same time uh, with Golden Halo. So the numbers here are 2, 3, 9 and 12. 2, 3, 9, 12. Second leg, third leg. Race 8, 13 and 1's where the money is. Soothing the favourite, 420. And it's been rock solid right throughout the market. Runs very well first up, she does. She ran sectionals mm. winning first up last time in, but it's jungled edge. It's had a good rally late. Oh. 7.50 to $6 of this rain expected to hit by race 8. 13 and 1 is where the numbers are with sports bet and the money. Yeah, last group race of the season, the Sir John Ash Monash, uh, the Sir John Ash. The Sir John Monash stakes for the third time, lucky. Number two, (laughs) Malibu style, uh, put us out of the quaddy last week. He won't be doing that today because we will have him in. Bandipur, last start winner for Godolphin. He's won three out of his last four. Now with Richard Lammy. So I I think they've moved him on and sold him. Uh, I don't think they've put the stable returning because it does say Godolphin's still owner, but I don't think so. So the numbers here are one, two, three, four, and 13. Got to have soothing in. Flies fresh, as you say. One, two, three. Four thirteen. Okay, fourth leg quickly. It's the monster mash, John Monash. The monster mash. <laughs> I love it. Okay, race nine, big sim. Are we up to? Okay, you're winding me up here. Nine and two. How about that? Shrouded in mist. Three thirty into three twenty. Number two, Villamont, folks. Seven dollars into five fifty. Nine and two is where the money is. Race nine. Yeah, David. love Villamont, mate. Uh, we've got to wind this up. Uh, the numbers quickly here are two, three, and nine. On SEN, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Going over time this morning, gentlemen. I've uh, got 30 seconds for your best bets, please. Quick. Doombin, yeah. race now. three, number seven, in gear. Race three, number seven, in gear, Doombin. Yeah, race, Rose Hill. Uh, race four, number two, Primitivo. Gorefield, race eight, number four, Ken's Dream for me. Thanks for your company Thank on you, The Odds family. Couple. Right luck on the pickers weekend. coming up uh, off the bench. Have a great Saturday. Look forward to seeing you next week. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.